Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 20 plus years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Um, I, I don't even know how this has happened. It's the end of October. I, I, yeah. It just flew by. Flies by, flew by. And I feel like we events. had this conversation in September on how quickly yes. it just... All right. So that's more boring people now just talking about how time flies. Right? But you know what's sad is like <laughs> this is the part of the year that I don't want to go by so fast because, and same thing for you, we I both love really love fall. I love it. I love fall. Love it all. And um, yeah, and I love Winchester in this time of year. Me too. You know, it's like the whole, yeah apples are out and ready to be picked and we're a little past that season but the leaves and the change of the season mm-hmm. and the temperature and like the crispness of the weather the humidity I love is gone yeah sure <laughs> so now's a really good time to actually you know get out more in the city you know go to the mm-hmm. old town mall yep. walk down the the yep. that mall area and yep. You know, sit outside and eat during the day. Maybe not so much in the evenings anymore because it is definitely getting colder. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, like the the town itself, something that we can even talk about here for a second, the town itself is so ripe with history mm-hmm. that you could probably go days and walk around town, look around different sites and learn different things about Revolutionary War time period, Civil War time period. The historic components of Winchester I find fascinating. Are you are you a history buff? I I love history too, and it's it's sad that you know you can be in you know live in this area and not even know about so much of the history of it. And it's funny because my parents had been here when I was younger. I think we were here ten years or more, and we would have friends that would come visit us from Illinois or family, and my mother would schedule like tours and things. And so all these things that were around us that we could have seen, we had no idea until family came to visit. We were trying to entertain. It's them. a good reason, right? And then we're like, oh, this oh, was wow, here this, this whole here. time. I went years, and I still don't really know too much about it, but it was like called Fort Loudon. Right. Somebody told me about that there's this historic fort. And I'm like, where? And i driven by it so many times. And I, I, I even when I was driving by it, I'm like, my kid, Pierce, was pointing it out to me a couple years ago. And he was like, this is where we went for a field trip. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, and it's there. And there mm-hmm. you go. And it has all kinds of history and components to it that like I had no idea about. So like you can learn all kinds of things. What what have you noticed in town that like you're realizing you should probably learn more about? Anything stand out? I think that everything with George Washington and it, I think especially because y- you know, being around here, you know, since I was basically in first grade, you, you see it and it doesn't really, you don't notice it. Yeah. You just kind of drive past the headquarters and it's not a real big deal. Uh-huh. And, but especially from having gotten into Hamilton and kind of getting <laughs> another perspective of George Washington that it's like, yes. hey, now I kind of, now I'd like to learn a little bit more about the man who was here right. in our you know, in our city. Right. So I think right. things like that. I don't know. Is there anything that stands out to you that you'd like to know more about? So, I mean, I look and I've been to that George Washington Museum briefly. But when you hear about the older or historic homes, the oldest home in Winchester is called Abrams Delight. And mm-hmm. that is like right near Shenandoah campus, which 
you, you drive by it all the time. And again, my wife works at Shenandoah. I've been in and around that area. There's a building right next door to it that I've been for Shenandoah meetings and stuff like that. But it's a museum. That's actually one of the tours that I yeah. have done. Yes. Yeah, so um, you've learned about it? When I was it? younger. Yes. So it was so built I going in, in 1754 mm-hmm. by the Hollinsworth family. And so it was like an old 18th century log cabin that was really the first home that was built around here. And that was news to me. It's right there. Right there. You drive by in Pleasant right. Valley. All day. All, all the time. Yeah, and I think that's actually where the Winchester Visit- Visitor Center is now. So if you come to the city, it's right across the street from the house. So you oh. just turn right there, and that's where the, the pond is by the university. So you yes. can stop there at the Winchester Visitor Center, uh-huh. get a lot of great information from them as well, and then also just walk across the, the, the right. little street to yeah. Abrams Delight. And so a couple years ago, my wife wanted a birthday present of a family photo shoot. And you know how, like, I feel like every family younger than us these days has, like, three or four photo shoots a year, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we hadn't done one in probably 15 years. So it was like a birthday gift of, like, let's have all four of us out there. And we walked around. All of our photos are around that general area. That's a pretty awesome gift, I have to say, because it's always, always, at least my experience, it's always the mom taking the pictures. Yeah. So the mom, it's an opportunity for the mom to actually be in the pictures with her family. So great job on that gift. She's like, I just want us to all look presentable, right? Mm -hmm. We we weren't totally dressed up fancy, but, like, just look put together, have us look like we're happy, and take the pictures for posterity. And everybody that comes to our house, well, not too many people come to our house anymore these days, but, you know, they look at the pictures like, oh, that looks nice. Even my grandmother, the other day when we were having dinner, she said, those pictures, are look, they look so nice. You guys look amazing. And it was the birthday present. And how long ago was that? Just three years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, three, two and a half years ago. So... I don't know. We look nice, but anyway, we're getting we're getting <laughs> sidetracked. Abrams Delight, and then there's a mill called Hollinsworth Mill mm-hmm. right next to it that was built in 1833, which is the great grandson of um, the first settler. So, like he, this guy named Abraham Hollinsworth came and settled the entire Frederick County area with that first building, 1754, the home there, mm-hmm. Abrams Delight, and then it just kind of expanded from there. I, I know very little about this, but it makes me realize, okay, we are in a historic area. You go out to, I don't know, you go out to California or those kind of places. They think like the late 1800s is, is old to them. Correct. And, and here we are like. You know, we've got the um, you know early 1700s right. and obviously before then too with the native settlers. Um, but, you know, the Europeans came over this direction right. and started settling in the mid 1700s. Well, and- so I, and I can be snobby now because I'm from Williamsburg. And oh, so of I'm, course. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, we have Jamestown that I grew yes. up in. And so that's way older than this, you know. So by the time the settlers kind of grew and moved up the, the coastline into the, like the D.C. area, then they started coming mm-hmm. out westward. The mid-1700s is like still, you know, pretty old for being on our country. But then if you go to Europe, the Europeans will mock oh, us. yeah, they're like, and they'll say, oh, 1700s, that's come on, yeah. we're like 800s. If you go to the Middle East, which I've been to Israel a couple years ago, then they're mocking the Europeans of mm-hmm. how old things are. So it's all relative, but... I've got to think, um, living down in, well, let me ask you this, because I grew up basically here in Winchester as a kid, yeah. and you you know, you're 
in all this history, but you really don't notice it. How right. was it for you oh, in Williamsburg? The same. Absolutely the same. You know, so every school year was a field trip to Jamestown or Yorktown or Colonial Williamsburg. And you'd go to battlefields in Petersburg or Richmond and you see all the same things. And so growing up, you just get numb to it. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally moved away to go to college and then moved away to St. Louis and then came here, we would go visit parents back home in Williamsburg and we look around and we're like, okay, the town has grown since we since I grew mm-hmm. up, just like Winchester has grown. And you're looking around like, this is an amazing town. This is really cool. The 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 vastness of the Colonial Williamsburg renovations and Rockefeller back in the early nineteen hundreds when he redid that mm-hmm. um, really made it come to the forefront of a big tourist location. We I mean all we growing up would look at would be the tourists you know we would we wouldn't necessarily see the beauty right. of all the other buildings and the things around it we would just mm-hmm. as as residents of Williamsburg just get annoyed at so many people in town that were just gawking at things and I wasn't a driver at the time when I was a kid but my parents would call them Torons, okay. The the drivers <laughs> of the area because they're just driving with their head out the window, basically looking at things slowly, not paying attention to the yeah. road, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like easy pickings to knock one off, but you know, it's like you get points for for those things. But no, sorry, bad joke. Well, but. it's um, my daughter, of course. I've mentioned this before. She swims for the um, Valley Phoenix swim team down in Strasburg. So I'm I'm not a big fan of 81. I'm sure like a lot of people, if, especially in the Winchester area. So I try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Stephen City, and when I'm heading down to Strasburg, I'll take Route 11 a lot of the times. Yeah. And it's amazing to see how many older homes and battlefields that you drive past yep. just from Stephen City down to Strasburg. Right. And I've talked to her before about you know one day we're going to leave really early and we're going to pull over and we're going to stop at each one of these historic signs and actually read them about these areas that we drive (laughs) past constantly because it's just it's so rich with history and we're we're not taking advantage of it at least myself and my family um and i'm sure there's a lot of people that are from the area that too haven't taken advantage of getting to know the history of so you're driving down there you're talking about bell grove plantations down there there's cedar creek um, which there's a historical battlefield, Cedar mm-hmm. Creek Battlefield, which is like right behind the the shopping center of Creekside Station. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a couple landmarks back there. There is also the Glen Burney House, which that's not down Route 11, but that's a different location. And that was settled um, by and founded by James Wood. So you wonder where the school oh, right name, off of, James um, Wood mm-hmm, Right there next from. to James Wood Amherst. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm Forgive me. I'm going, I'm showing my age yes, here. Yes. James Wood Amherst campus is what I'm thinking, which yes, was the original the James school. Wood High School, which uh-huh. is, of course, now James Wood Middle yes. School. So right there next so to So many it. things circled around. And then you go down the list. Even downtown on the walking mall is the Godfrey Miller Historic Home mm-hmm. that was built in 1785. That was restored recently as well. And so you can go down the list of all these old historic locations. Um, and it dates back to pre-revolutionary war times, which Mm -hmm. is kind of cool. I I love it. But, I mean, so back to Williamsburg, yeah. You get the Torons, you get the people that are just gawking. But Williamsburg is an amazing town. I would suggest you go down there, especially Christmas time. They they decorate all of the different old buildings with huge wreaths that are filled with fruit and flowers and and greenery. And they have what's called the Grand Illumination down there, kind of like how we have our own Christmas Day parade, or Christmas parade, not Christmas Day. 
kind of to inaugurate this season of Christmas. Williamsburg does the same thing. Fireworks, big deal. That's a cool thing if you've never done that to go check that out. I've been down there. I remember going down, I think, for spring break. It must have been like 1992 or something like that. So I was still in high school. And I loved every minute of mm-hmm. it, going into the different homes and eating at the taverns. Yep. And I mean, Williamsburg is a beautiful area, yep. too. So I feel like I almost need to, you know, take a weekend and treat my town like I'm yeah, a visitor. Like a visitor. Like, a, like I'm a tourist. Be a tour on for a couple <laughs> days. Right. Yes. But on on the city website, which is winchesterva.gov, there's all kinds of information on there that you can go to. But for, for our real estate purposes, we need to understand and recognize the historic district. Correct. And if you own a home in the historic district, there's certain rules and regulations and guidelines that um, impact your house. And there's a map even on the website that shows red lines that go all the way around each neighborhood of where the historic district is. And just you should be aware of that. And I think it's important to know that the city takes care of those places and adds more emphasis on the structure, on the exterior appearance to maintain the integrity of the history of those buildings. Because, you know, downtown was founded soon after that Abrams Delight place. So some of these houses, some of these buildings are still from the 1700s mm-hmm. in downtown Winchester. So the historic district um, is an important note um, to recognize. And if you're looking to buy a home in the historic district, ask your realtor about what that means. You can go to the website for that as well. Have you ever helped buy a historic or sell a historic home? I don't think so. I've had people look at them, um, but I've usually, I seem to do more in Frederick County than I have in Mm -hmm. the city of Winchester, Mm -hmm. especially with older homes. But I have dealt with the um, historic district and the committee before with the business that I had on Piccadilly Street because we wanted to make some changes to the outside. And there's a lot you have to go through. But they want you to keep the, um, you know, basically keep the integrity yeah. of the building so that you're not going to turn it into something new because it, they yeah. do want you to keep the history to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you can go to the website for all those details as well, but they care about the site design. They care about the exterior appearance, um, especially for commercial buildings. Mm-hmm. There's certain limitations that you can do for that. Um, and, you know, they just want it to, to look and preserve the, the look and appearance, like I said, integrity mm-hmm. of the building. So, be on, be aware of that. You know, it's funny. I read a newspaper article in the Winchester Star a few years ago um, where I had a friend who was renting a house downtown, and it was actually on the parade route in the historic district, and she ended up moving, and uh, the owner sold it. I wasn't a part of the transaction, but the person who bought it wanted to renovate it and basically almost flip it. For whatever reason, the person was not aware of the historic district, and there was like a newspaper story that was written <laughs> about this person who was almost complaining to the fact of like not knowing all the different hoops he had to jump through and all the added expenses oh, I'm that sure. he had to incur. <laughs> and I was when I saw that article, I knew exactly what house it was because I'd been there many times. And He's talking about the the window replacements and talking about the gutters and talking about things that he wanted to take care of. Is that, that near Handley? Uh, a little further down the road. Okay, because yeah. I'm thinking of a house that I know that they almost basically redid entirely. Um, yeah, no, this is a smaller house. It wasn't okay. huge, but it was just funny how it turned into a newspaper story about how be aware of the historic district because X, Y, and Z can happen to you. And just 
understand that like they just want to keep the integrity of the house so you can't for example if you have real wood windows mm-hmm. you, you've got to replace them with real well that's wood why windows. you want an experienced and knowledgeable <laughs> agent representing you like i said i was sure not a part of that of transaction <laughs> yeah. make sure you're aware of these things before you either purchase the property or at least so that you can plan for it after you buy right, it right right so different different guidelines like that i don't know them all by memory but just right. i know that they're there and i know where to go get the information that, so. that's the most important thing i always find even as a just as a realtor is we don't have to know everything but as long as you can know where to go to find the information yeah. or know who to ask to find it that is just as valuable as having the information yourself it's not like most every profession i, I mean well, i agree i don't sure. think a lot of people maybe some people don't know that <laughs> <laughs> and i mean they know they don't know that for themselves like uh, you know anyways i yeah. think it's just important if you don't know it know yeah. where you need to look yeah well speaking of old and historic homes i remember this is an episode that we interviewed um actually i just did the interview with mccarthy and acres who are good um they're they're just a a partner of ours and lawyers in town and they own a very old historic oh yes they do home as well um that dates back to pre-civil war times and they, in that interview, I think I even asked them about the building. And Doug McCarthy was, he loved to elaborate about the building. And I remember hearing him say that, how it was like a Civil War, like pseudo hospital. Because mm-hmm. they just, it was so large, they needed to to shelter people and bring them in and treat them. Um, and I asked him if it was haunted. And he said, oh, there's plenty of stories about that. Because... He, he, <laughs> It's just you have to go back and listen to the episode and hear him right. elaborate on that because of just, you know, people are in war and things are happening. And you can just imagine the horrific stuff that goes on in the battlefield that then they would bring them in to try right. to treat them and people would be dying. And so <laughs> people getting buried in the bottom of the house in the basement and carted off and who knows what would go on. So yeah. we're, we're approaching Halloween. Right. Oh, goodness. So I, I, I'm thinking of all the other old historic homes that mm-hmm. people might claim to be haunted. I, I don't believe in that. I mean, I believe in an afterlife and I believe in spirits, but I don't believe in haunting of of buildings. I don't know. You can have your own opinions I, on that. It's too. funny with, with me um, and my children and I have will attest to this. Uh, we don't, I don't talk about it. We just don't talk about it. So it may, may not be there, but <laughs> you got they just they're not allowed to talk about it in front of me. But uh-huh. as I've gotten older, uh-huh. I've gotten a little bit more fascinated by it and I've I've always had the same thought. Older homes like the majority of them here in Winchester um, that were built 17, 1800s, um, most of them were used as hospitals during right. the Civil War because yeah. there was so much of the battle happened here in our area. So if there was a home that was, you know, a large enough home, it probably had been a hospital, mm-hmm. which means there was death in it, yep. and which means it may potentially be haunted. I don't want to know, yes. but I don't really feel like I want to spend the night in those houses. No. <laughs> well, even the building we're in right now, the Kurtz building, um, has had similar stories given to that. And mm-hmm. I think we shared this on previous episodes a year or two ago, where, where basically it was a originally a furniture warehouse. Mm-hmm. And part of things that you make as a furniture manufacturer are coffins. And so that was also part of the things that would come and go in the back of our old warehouse building here, the Kurtz building that was built in the early 1800s. <laughs> and so, um, believe it or not, I mean, there's... There are tours. So here's a here's a nice little segue. I mean, something to do here this coming weekend, right around the corner. Halloween is around the corner, right? Yes, it is. 
it's not our neither of our favorite. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a holiday, but day of the year. Correct. Events. Events. Time period. Whatever. Time period. It's not my thing, right? I not mean, mine either. I don't need to get dressed up. Sorry for those of you guys that love that. I don't need to go to parties, you know, in costumes. I don't. Even trick-or-treating growing up, my parents didn't necessarily believe in it too much, and so it was challenging. Maybe that's part of what it is. I have a little bit of PTSD of not being allowed to go trick-or-treating as a kid growing up for all the different reasons. So, yes, it's not my thing, right? I'm the one that I love passing out the candy. That's my thing. My husband takes my daughter trick-or-treating, and I get out of it, and it's just, it's, yeah, not my thing. But I enjoy being a part of it, but I am, yeah, I will... It's it's fine. I like to see all the kids have fun and get dressed up. But yeah, just something about the planning about it. of it and the preparation. It's my again, my husband. That is all him, and I love that for my children yeah. because they get that. But it is not me. It, it's it's somewhat of a darker kind of day, right? I mean, it, yes, this whole idea of trick or treat too. I'm just like, come on, really? Nobody's going to be doing tricks anymore. Well, maybe right? that just comes into kind of my. I don't know. My it's not really a fear of ghosts and haunting, but just my avoidance <laughs> right. of situations. Sure. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Exactly. Hopefully yes. don't don't mess with any of that stuff. But they so here is the segue of our events and activities that we can talk about for this coming weekend or weeks to come. So there are two specific days that the city is putting on haunted history ghost tours. No, no, thank you. No, you don't want to do that? <laughs> no. I would love to hear about other people's experiences uh-huh. with it. Yeah. But being in it, I, It's just a one-hour tour, and so they're putting them on on Saturday, this coming Saturday the 29th, mm-hmm. or also on Halloween the 31st. Um, they're charging $10, and they're limiting it to 15 people per tour. I have no idea if it's sold out or not yet, but you can call the city and place your ticket for a tour. And they said to call, you know, 540-542-1326. So, well, it's yeah. interesting because, of course, as I've talked about, I was just in San Antonio, um, Texas, for my son's graduation from basic training. And they actually have buses uh-huh. that are there. They're like hop on, hop, hop off buses like you'd see in major cities. Okay. And they're ghost tours. Oh, So it just takes you around the cities and shows you all the different places and the different, you know, sightings and hauntings and stuff, which I have so many friends and family members that absolutely love that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of interesting. Maybe maybe Winchester could probably get into that and actually have like a little little mini hop on bus for ghost tours. You could. So at least this way you've got the guided tour where you're walking. Can they serve you drinks while you're doing that, too? Hey, why not? That's probably the only way I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there are other ghost tours in town. That you can research, but that was just one that the city was putting on. I felt like was interesting. There's another one that I saw that had tours of ghosts and vampires um, for the history of Winchester. That now that's that's over the top for me. Uh, but anyway, you can do some research, promote the city, support the city, and what they're trying to do. Now, when talking still about kind of these um, ghost tours and stories and that sort of thing, again, like I said, I I try not to think about it, but just in the past like year, I have gotten a little bit more fascinated by it. And um, there's uh, a guy from Winchester, Mike Robinson, and he has um, he does the Winchester Tales. If anybody's heard of those, it's on Facebook. But he uh-huh. has a new page that's called Ghost Tales. It's the Shadows of Winchester in Frederick County, Virginia. Okay. So he does different stories about older homes from Winchester oh. and. A lot of times he'll show a picture of what it used to look like during that time period, what cool. it would look like now. So it's neat to kind of see that history. Cool. But a lot of them have some sort of a story of a haunting that goes along with it. Sure. So um, actually, there was one that he just did about the Godfrey Miller home. Yep. Um, 
So it's it's very very fascinating. Uh, so it's interesting. I like I'm liking to actually read about it, but I don't think I'm ready to go actually st- step into the houses that I know. Yeah. have had hauntings. No, yeah, I'm not down with that. I'm either. a baby. I'll admit it. Yeah, and for me, it's just. Uh, doesn't fascinate me doesn't interest me but for all the rest of you have Mm -hmm. a great halloween we're excited for you and doing your trick-or-treating it definitely is a big thing i love it when my kids went out and we would tour the neighborhood just enjoy time with your friends and your neighbors and just hang out have fun so are you do you have any plans for the weekend or for halloween no nothing really i mean actually we have um back to cross country regional race um, coming up. Oh, so that's right. That's coming up. But as my my son said he got invited to go to a party at his girlfriend's house. And I said, okay, are parents there? And I said, <laughs> who else is invited? And I said, what are you dressed up as? Well, whatever the girlfriend tells me to. So I'm like, okay, well, there you go. He's he's being trained right. He's a know. good man already. You've done well. <laughs> so I, I think <laughs> or we, Erica has. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll probably just sit back, kick back, and maybe hand out some candy. That's that's about it. We're actually camping, which we haven't done a lot of. I know it sounds like I keep saying that I've been camping, but we'll be going to the campground that we were at last year, and they all the kids dress up, and you trick or treat from campsite to campsite, and it's uh-huh. just it's a ton of fun. The coolest thing that they do for the kids is when we get there on Friday night, Mariah, the owner, this is Lazy A Campground in West Virginia, she gives the kids um, a light stick and Mm -hmm. a pumpkin seed. And then she's got this whole little area of just hay and you go over and you plant your little pumpkin seed with your, um, your little light stick. And then the next morning when you wake up, where your pumpkin seed was is a pumpkin. Oh. So then the kids get to carve it. So, I mean, it's a really good time. Um, Now, for those people that may not be interested in Mm -hmm. the Halloween things, there are some local events that are coming up here. Yep. What do you got? I've got the uh, Ginkgo Fest 2022. That still is amazing. And. Uh, did you say that you've been there before or seen them? Like I have No, I've never seen them. Okay. I mean, I have yeah. been to Blandy Farm, of yep. course, but never seen them. The bright yellow is amazing. Yeah. So they're having the largest. There's going to be about 300 trees, I guess, that they have. That's the largest public ginkgo grove in the United States yep. is right yep. here. Another thing that's in our area that's that right you know, a lot of us may not know about. So yep. that's Saturday from 5 to 7 at Blandy um, in Boyce. It's $60. There's going to be Celtic music. Learn about the, the ginkgos, festive drinks, delicious food, all sorts of things. So cool. um, that'll be something else to do if you don't want to get into the... Halloween, Halloween thing. And, you know, so Clearbrook Park also has like a, a thing for families and kids. And that's on Saturday night, the 29th from six to eight. Dress up. Um, there's registration, but wear your best costume outfit. Um, it's just something fun. That seems like I, I'm not one of those people that likes, as you can tell, likes those huge mazes of going around people mm-hmm. freaking you out and scaring you. I did that one time one year <laughs> at Jim Barnett Park many years ago. And I'm like, nope, never again. Don't need that. I hate being scared. And uh, <laughs> my, my kids, I was in the Sharando band um, and my kids were in the band as well. And every year they do a safe Halloween at Sharando High School. Yeah. And they do like a little haunted house inside and they have different levels. Yes. So depending Ugh. on how much you're getting scared. And I'm like, let me go with like the two year olds because do not jump out and scare me. I mean, I, I yeah, no. hate more than I probably hate more than anything is being startled. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan of it. So haunted houses aren't my thing either. Yeah. But I do I do love like seeing the little kids' reactions and things That's like that. That's where the latest catchphrase around this time of year is nope. Nope. I don't need that. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> don't need it. Nope, not me. Well, Lots of fun for other yes. people. Well, thanks for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk, and we hope you learned something from today's episode and look forward to sharing more with you next week. 
Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available, and no historical homes. Right? True, yes. And we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, just take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep, and thanks again to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia. Until next time, think iconic. <laughs>